so upset about this topic just makes me so happy and you're, you'll probably win here I will not win I can guarantee you that you got Mike Steely to judge a category that you know I'm terrible at anything to do with recruiting I'm terrible with it I do not follow recruiting you don't have to follow recruiting to know whether or not a guy is super high you mentioned Marcus Dupree I didn't even have him on my list we welcome in the great Mike Steely now. Good morning, Steel Man. The big question is, are we going to have a new record set here? T-Row is now within two more vacation days of tying <laughs> TJ for the Johnny Carson most vacation days. Yeah, used. Hey, that's right. I've had, I've had so two vacation TJ days this be year. passing you up soon. I've had two vacation days so far this year. Now, I've got some coming up in August and then in November. But I've taken two days this year. When I was in Washington, I took a Friday and a Monday. That's it. Well, what? the really? days in July they gave us, but I don't count that. Ah, okay. So. Yeah. Other than yeah. that, I that's like all I've gone. Those vacation days, those. It's very impressive. Hey, I, look, I like your system, man. It's good. It's a good system. But I, Toby's been gone. Is he on like a deserted island? With Toby Wilson has missed more days or? in July than he has worked. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's not that, here that, at all. That, that, is, that is true. That is factual. That is actually. true. Yeah, actually yeah. true. He's, he's somewhere on a makeshift raft in the ocean. Well, <laughs> all right, Drake. Tell him what today's draft is. This is all uh, your baby here. Well, come on. You need to quit being so upset. Quit being so <laughs> dadgum negative about everything. It's my job. Okay. All right, uh, Steel Man, I kind of let you know about what the topic was going to be today, and nobody's uh, been able to follow recruiting as long as you at the station. So, uh, the. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm back in it, baby. Uh, no, no, no. You know how old he told you you were? No, that is, that is exactly the way I meant it. Um, but no, Mike, the, the question is, or the topic of the day is, most hype recruits uh, before they get to campus on at OU. So it's not necessarily whether or not they worked out, whether or not they stayed at OU, how hype they were coming onto campus before while they were recruited and signed with OU. That all makes sense? Okay. So it has nothing to do with some dude who was super hyped who didn't live up to the hype. Right. It's just it's whether or not he was hyped coming into campus, regardless of whether it worked out for OU and for the kid or not, 
So you taking Trey McTwire in this thing? <laughs> uh, you, the funny thing is you could take Trey McTwire a couple times because they had to recruit him two or three times. So, um, No, my first overall pick is probably, I mean, we talked about it, the 30 for 30 made about him. Uh, might be the most highly recruited kid in the history of college football. Oh, come on. Quit overhyping Mar- this. He's Marcus, up there. Quit overhyping this. About. Marcus He's Dupree is number one for me. All right, so Dre gets Marcus Dupree. Now, if we're doing it because I had kind of thought of this as hype versus performance. So I had Marcus. Here's how sad I am. I put a bunch of recruits down, and I gave them, like, an assigned value. Like, oh, five gosh. was the worst. <laughs> you worked on I this much Marcus harder than I did. But if, but if you're just talking about hype, yes. There's nobody, and that includes, well, I'm not going to mention any other names, but you know, I'm trying to think nationally, like, who else? Herschel Walker, when yeah. he signed with Georgia, that was huge. Um, golly. Um, oh, gosh. Herschel what? Walker. The, I mean, the... Arch Manning was pretty hyped, too. But Eric yeah. Dickerson. Earl Campbell. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dickerson nearly nearly came to OU. So did uh, so did Earl Campbell. Hartley I mean, Dykes. Almost a... Hartley Dykes, yes. Oklahoma State. Bay City, Texas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Marcus. I'm writing all these names down. So Victor Wimbanyama, this draft. Yeah, you draft all the guys that didn't go to OU. I'm, ri- Please, I'm writing all these down. They were yeah. obviously pretty hyped. Yeah, uh, I'm going one that I can actually speak on. Drake wasn't even alive when Marcus Dupree was That's recruited. Right, I have I no idea if it was a big time uh, recruit or not. I'm going Adrian Peterson with my first pick. Good solid pick, no doubt. Okay, uh, I'm going to stick with that era still, man. I'm going to go with a guy that was truly larger in life even before he got onto campus and then became even more so once he got onto campus. I am going with the Boz, Brian Bosworth, number two. Brian Bosworth. Okay. Never heard of now, him. Now, Boz uh, was, was a – he would have been – I think you might have put Boz as like a high four-star now. Late, you know, did probably worked his way up to that. Not that he wasn't. I mean, we all think of the Boz now, and man, he had to be a five star. I would think in the modern recruiting era that Boz would have been a high four star by the time he got out of it. Was Irving MacArthur, I believe, for Boz. But certainly one of the best stories was Switzer walking in the lunchroom and that main coat. Where's Boz? Great stuff. I'm going to, uh, I remember when this went down. When they got Joe Washington. The world went nuts. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm taking Joe Washington with my second pick. Mr. Silver Shoes, Port Arthur, Texas. Uh, still, I think, the coolest OU player in history. Uh, just yes. his style. And probably that is saying a lot. That is saying a lot. Hey, when you paint your shoes, when you, you don't yeah. have the shoe options back then. That I'm they not have saying now, that you're man. wrong. I'm just saying so that he is made, he made his own shoes, and you've got to be good to paint your shoes silver, man. Right? That's right. You can't go out there and roast for you know two yards of carry with silver shoes. Um, goodness gracious. So I'm going to go next. I'm going to stick with that era that TJ went with. So. This was a guy that whenever he ended up at OU, whenever Coach Switzer talked about him, said that he never in his career saw him, and this was just in high school at the time, saw him got put on his back. This is Leroy Selman that I'm taking with the third pick. Yeah, I don't know how he got that far, to be honest. 
Um, honestly, I when you make these lists and you make so many names, yeah. you then look back and say, oh, crud. I didn't take Leroy. <laughs> so, excellent pick on your Mama part. Mama Selman meant to, as much to the Sooners of the 70s as anybody else. Yep. With those three boys, with uh, Leroy, who's now, of course, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, as well, Lucius and Dewey, great players, and not only that, just fantastic humans. I'm breaking away from a football for the first pick outside of that sport. I am going Wayman Tisdale mm-hmm. with my next pick. Ah, interesting selection. Yeah, Wayman, that was huge. I mean, you think about that era of Sooner basketball, and uh, Wayman was not only – did he not only live up to the hype, you know, but he also was just another fantastic uh, human. Just a great charisma, great, great wonderful smile. individual. Yeah, him way too early. Wayman was a guy, I interviewed him tons of times. We were, you know, at OU at the same time. Never turned me down for an interview. Always had a smile on his face. Great player, great dude. A solid pick by TJ. Very solid pick. I'm, man. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy that was signed after that 75 championship team. Guy that won a Heisman Trophy when it was at OU out of Hooks, Texas, I believe. Billy Sims. Yep. One the of the pick, most... number one running back in the country. He was only a two-star and... running back at the time, that's, but you guys are remembering wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, he was the terrible one back pick, Drake. Right? Terrible pick. No, most people have uh, never even heard of him. That's right. So, Billy. <sighs> the great story again about Billy is him working at the gas station on the weekends in Hooks, Texas, and Switzer calling him at halftime of games. You know, hey, we're about to hang a half hundred on our ass. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> but Billy Sims, Mister Boomer himself, that dude. Amazing, amazing player, and he probably would have won back-to-back Heisman's had he not gotten hurt mm-hmm. uh, in that '79 season. Yeah. Came on once he got healthy again, but Charles White won it, and uh, Billy was a much better back. Ended up being the first overall pick in that next draft too. So, smart. Yeah, solid NFL career, cut short by injury. You know, just like playing on that turf. Got his cut way way short by injury, also, but. You know, Billy, when he was healthy in the NFL, he was he he wasn't the best back in the NFL. He was in the top two or three. You've got a big grin yeah, on your face. Yeah, no, no, I'm just. Is that because you're you don't know what to do? Is that because you think that you've I'm got... just trying to think of what direction I want to go? There's a few names on here, and I just don't know which direction to go. I'm going to go. I mean, all these so far that we've mentioned have been great individuals, but I'm going to go with another great individual. I'm going Tommy Harris with my next pick. Mm-hmm. That is one that I remember. So some of these Big I can't one. speak yeah, I on. I can't. Tom. I can't speak on some of these that yeah. we've picked today, but I can. I can remember that one. So Tommy Harris, if I remember right, his first play didn't they play North Carolina in the yep. opener? Yep. That Julius Peppers team. And his first play, he was in the backfield. Yeah. Blew up the play. Mm-hmm. First play. Yeah. Started from day one. First play, Tommy Harris is in the backfield. Well, Great t- pick. Teddy's talked about a lot that there were very few freshmen they ever saw. Like, in the opening days of practice, feel like, yeah, this kid's got it. And the only guy that he said that he saw that with defensively was Tommy Harris. So, um, Okay, so there's lots of dif- different directions I could go here. 
Um, I could go with that guy. He was kind of the bust. I can go into basketball like TJ did with Wayman. I could even go into softball here. You know what? I'll go with basketball. You, TJ thinks he has no shot, so let's let's just give him a little bit more of a shot. <laughs> Are you going broken arrow? Yeah, broken arrow. Uh, I'm going with <laughs> a guy who was a McDonald's All-American, uh, ended up winning the slam dunk contest, went to OU amidst NCAA sanctions. I'm going with Blake Griffin with my fifth pick. Good pick, okay. good pick. You know, the one of the my favorite things about uh, Blake in high school was I boarded a plane in Dallas with him when he was on a senior trip, I believe. And there's this bigger-than-life guy. He's only, you know, 17, 18 years old, a massive human being, and he's carrying a stuffed Mickey Mouse. And I just I cracked up. And to know the uh, monster that he became, <laughs> that's what I always picture him, was getting on that plane holding his Mickey Mouse because he had just gone to Disney World. Uh, with my final pick... I don't know if the, uh, what the world of recruiting is like in gymnastics, but I'm going Maggie Nichols with my last pick. I'm assuming she had to have been a big-time recruit. But I have no idea. Maggie Nichols, final selection. <laughs> That's right. right. I mean, she was great, and she's a hero for outing that scumbag. Yeah, That's right. Nasser. Nasser, yep. I mean, seriously, Absolutely. she had the guts and the courage to get up there and, and do that, so... There you go. All right, so we've got Drake with Marcus Dupree, Boz, Leroy Selman, Billy Sims, Blake Griffin, TJ, um, AD, Joe Washington, Wayman Tisdale, Tommy Harris, Maggie Nichols. See, I had a list of also the modern recruits who were, you know, Rep Omar, mm, Trey Yeah, McGuire, I had all, a lot of those on my list. Yeah. I ended up not taking any bus, and yeah. I could have. That was the direction I went And obviously to. Caleb was just massive, but I know how you feel about Caleb Williams at this point, <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't I, take him. So I, after uh, well, Caleb, I, I give Caleb more of a break than I give Mule. Mule 2 will never get a break for me. He's in the scumbag hall. Well, it forever, was but. the uh, Caleb clip that uh, lost it for Toby, though, earlier in the summer. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, man, so do I judge it? Do we need the Victor right now? Uh, do you, do you want to do it right now, or you want to uh, think about it during the break? I, I'm I'm ready to go. All right, go All for right. it. Go ahead. Go ahead. He doesn't even need to think about Let's it, Drake. See. Let's see who has more power to make my life miserable. <laughs> Drake can mess with the equipment. TJ can mess with the schedule. So that's a we lot. Can, we can TJ both can make take, you miserable. Uh, so yeah. yeah. TJ can take vacation days away. Drake can make me, you know, the equipment not work. But this is closer than I thought. But I'm going to go with Drake. Dyke. Oh, uh, big surprise. <laughs> I tried to get really fancy sorry. with my He's last pick. Been, I tried to get fancy with my last pick, and it didn't work. It's It's been a tough summer for you, but there's still plenty of time left. Uh, there's still you plenty. You can rally. So what, uh, what, was, uh, what was the breaking point for you on the draft there, Seal Man? Well, I just looked at, I think Dupree was more hype than AD, even though that's crazy to say. Boz a little more than Joe Washington. I give an edge to Wayman over Leroy, just in terms of hype. Yeah. And then I have Sims over Harris, and then I had Blake Griffin over Maggie Nichols. So, there oh, you go. there's no way, no way, 
uh, the gymnastics world's coming after you still, man. TJ tried a very interesting strategy, though. I, I tried to mix that. it up. I tried I, to do three he, different sports. So. I'm surprised you didn't go with Jordy Ball there, TJ. I could have. She was on my list, but. Well, thank you still, man. Thanks still, man, for nothing. <laughs> Please. That uh, Please vacation that you had off. requested, denied. Drake is changing it, or TJ is changing the schedule right That's now. Right. That's right. It works every day. <laughs> All right. Appreciate All right, you. I'll see you guys soon. All right. See you, man. Drake's your winner. Tomorrow's draft, uh, all-time recruiting classes. That's what Drake's coming up with That's for tomorrow. <laughs> Take a time out. Back after this. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the Morning Show. So who's really to blame? You know? Welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. Drake Dykin and a very grumpy TJ Perry. I'm not grumpy. I thought I did better than I was going to do. Yeah. Here's the thing with some of those. You and I honestly don't know if they were big recruits or not. We've just heard stories. Yeah, that's the thing. We're going off of stories. Because someone on the text line is telling you that Bosworth was not a great recruit. Well, yeah. I mean, the it's not necessarily like Mike said. Like Mike even gave the endorsement on it, though. So, I mean, it's not necessarily how high profile of a recruit they were, how hyped they were as a recruit. Boz was very hyped as a recruit because of his personality and his uh, the just all the antics that are involved with him. It, it's it's hmm. it's hard to distinguish now. I mean, Billy Sims was one of the top players in the nation at the time. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, Boz was not a recruit in the same vein as like Billy or Marcus Dupree was, but. He was still somebody that fans were buzzing about when he was coming to OU. Congratulations. I, I say that. This is me going off of like conversations with older OU fans, obviously. So. You know what? Hold on. We uh, keep going. i got to look something up here. Okay. Uh, this hour of the Tier on the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black. They've been in business over 70 years, making business more efficient with technology solutions in the state of Oklahoma and Kansas. So if you're listening on the KRF app, which you can listen to worldwide, by the way, uh, find it in your app store or Google Play store. Uh, RK Black, they can help you out if you're in the state of Kansas listening on the KRF app. Those technology solutions include faxes, copiers, printers, scanner, document uh, management, and network solutions, plus so much more. Visit them at rkblack.com or call them at uh, 405-943-9800. By the way, the Daily Draft brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. There you go. Specializing in criminal defense, DUI, drug possession, need something expunged. Give Carter Jennings a call. He's there to help you, 405-651-7221, or visit carterjenningslaw.com. I almost forgot about that earlier. Uh, you did completely forget about it. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so a guy I had actually on my list. This is from the Knifflemeyer Chevrolet text line, by the way. Uh, Jack Mildren. Uh, yeah, Jack Mildren is another great story. Well, how do we know he was highly recruited or hyped? You well, know? The, the story with him, and Mike would have known this too, probably. I almost drafted him just off the story. But the legend is that basically Barry Switzer taught him how to run the wishbone offense in his backyard when right. he was recruiting him. Um, that's the great story there on him. But I couldn't remember if he was like a highly touted recruit or not at quarterback. 
Uh, Buki should have been drafted. Yeah, Buki. Buki may have been the most overhyped of all time. Yes. Uh, well, that lunch. Him or Trey Mitzwire. Uh, yeah. Kel Gundy basically. Yeah. <laughs> there was no chance for Buki after he compared him to Roy Williams and said uh, he's about as good of a prospect as I've ever seen. So that didn't work out. Uh, somebody gave me an example of a national recruit. Bo Jackson is one that somebody said absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, because several others are saying it, TJ uh, Mayfield was a walk-on. I mean, you haven't said it that uh, ten times. I know already. he's a walk-on, all right? I should have drafted him just because you guys keep texting in, you jerks. <laughs> By the way, we're revoting because you are getting destroyed on this Bosworth pick in my text in my personal text. Who's who's uh, destroying me? Uh, several people saying that uh, that's wrong. Boz was a normal dude when he got to OU that first year. No one was buzzing about him. Okay. So I don't know. I, I can't answer that. Like, right, who is this? Uh, this is like two or three people. These are uh, uh, recruiting experts. Okay. I'll say they're recruiting experts. They're just everyday normal dudes. But I don't know. See, I don't know if they're right. I don't know if you're right. I, I don't I know mean, if I, Mike's right. I don't Mike, know. Mike is the one that judges, so I don't know. Right. I, and it could have just been that. Uh, Boz, even though he wasn't a huge high-profile guy, was just high, more highly recruited than Joe Washington was. Huh. Or more hyped. More hyped. You want to get to the phone lines here? Oh, we got a caller on the yeah, line? Yeah, you got Sean there. Uh, Sean! Good morning. Well, good morning, gentlemen. Hello. And, uh, those people texting you, TJ, are absolutely correct. Brian got to OU with the standard 80s butt cut and uh, Levi's, and he didn't become what we remember until he was like a sophomore junior. Uh, but that's a tough one. That's so he's a, a Teddy Layman. He was a guy that just developed into a megastar. Mm, no, he didn't. I mean, no, he had – I mean, he was a probably a, a bigger – recruit at, at that stage of their career nationally okay. but because i know a&m was after him but he wasn't like a he wasn't the boss yet he was just gotcha. brian boss yeah sure just a kid yeah uh and uh, the mildred one i questioned because we were already we hadn't even switched to the wishbone when he signed right so i don't know about teaching him maybe maybe during the off maybe the off season backyard yeah but the big ones i it, it, it that's a tough one because you just pick guys that are you know, good player. Tisdale was a huge deal. Uh, that, that I do remember. Kale Gundy was a huge, Kale huge was big, yeah. Recruit. I do remember that, yeah. Uh, there was a guy named Aubrey Beavers who, and I quote, at the time, I think this was in the, it was in the Oklahoma Daily, he's just coming for the exposure. He was, you know, and of course he ended up staying two years. He was a, I don't think he was a Juco. He'd had a grade thing or something. But Aubrey Beavers was a huge, huge recruit. Uh, but there are some of those. That, like, I don't remember. Joe Washington, you're right. I don't know how recruiting was then. That's that's what I'm you saying. Know, it wasn't like we had rankings and people were saying, you know, this is well, the 12th running back in the country. You know, you probably knew who the top two or three running backs yeah. in the country were back then. But you didn't have the in-depth list that you've got now of, like this is the fortieth ranked lineman in the country, you know. So, well, the the biggest guy in Bosworth's class was probably Lydell Carr. That was a there was a lot of hype around him because it was OU and Nebraska going after him. Mm -hmm. So, uh, not Chetty, but Lydell. 
but anyway, I, I sent you that deal though, uh, that picture. Yes. Uh, well, the one with, uh, I mean, honestly, Josh Heifel, tell me he doesn't look like a guy that you're bringing in a declaration of independence. You go, hey, I want 15000 and he goes, let me ask the old man. best I can do is 1200 <laughs> yes. He is a dead ringer Ch- for Chumley. He's Chumley with uh, reddish uh, blonde hair, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Brent looks like somebody that was on the movie Dazed and Confused. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, he looks like a 70s high school kid. <laughs> but that that thing is funny, yet a, a maker, maker of nightmare sweats. But anyway, uh, I digress. I, they, I, they've I the other one, they've though, both got that. Ahead. Him and Chumley have that look of shock uh, and, uh, and confusion. Yeah, confusion. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. But I leave you with this. The other thing I sent you over the weekend, I think, or whenever, that will make that should make all OU fans feel a lot better about this upcoming UT season. That shocked me. Yeah. When I saw um, that, I'll give them that as soon as we get off here. So yeah, that's something. yeah. That, that's a, that's a great stat. It anyway, is, hey, is. thanks. All right, appreciate, appreciate it, Sean. Yeah, what he sent was um, one of the best college football bets to make over the last thirteen years: the under on Texas's win total. This goes back to Rob's hyped thing that he didn't understand with Texas. Since 2010, Texas has gone under its preseason win total 12 out of its last 13 seasons. So that's the bet to make in Vegas. It's one of the best me- bets you could have possibly made over the last 13 years, taking the under on Texas and win totals. Take a timeout. Back after this on The Ref. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the morning show. So who's really to blame? You know... T-Row in the morning show, TJ and Drake back with you. Toby, fresh off of his Morgan Wallen concert, not here. I wonder if he had been to Petco before that or if that was his first visit to Petco. can't remember if that was on his list or not. Oh, you're not on the yeah, air, Yeah, Drake. sorry about that. Um, Because he's been to San Diego before. He's talked about how much he... Yeah, I can't remember if they Enjoy went to a game or not, though. So, may have been as far. You know where I went yesterday? Almost as good as Petco Park. Yeah. T- uh, Tyler, Texas? Bucky's. Oh. Stopped at Bucky's yeah. on the way back. Doesn't matter how many times I go there, it is an amazing place. It just amazes me. The things that they can come up with to put that beaver's face on, <laughs> and then you think, that's awesome. Now what's what's your favorite? Now that's the daily draft uh, for tomorrow. <laughs> Things that uh, uh, that are uh... <laughs> we uh, we were walking in yesterday, and I'm like, look, it's a pool noodle with Bucky on it. Uh, it was a very nice pool noodle, by the way. We almost bought it, but it was like forty bucks for a pool noodle. Uh, that's the thing too. They can charge ridiculous amounts of money for the simplest thing just because Bucky's face is on it. That's right. Uh, but you walk through there and you're like, look at this with Bucky's face on it. It's awesome. Who knew I needed another lunchbox? Which, by the way, I do have a Bucky's lunchbox with Bucky's face on it and Bucky the Beaver's face on it. Uh, they had tie-dyed Bucky's baseball shirts on since it's baseball season, you know. We're right in the middle of Ooh, baseball season. Okay. So, but it was tie-dyed. I'm not a big tie-dyed person. 
Uh, so I, I I think that you should give yourself a little bit more credit on that. I think that you're a big time uh, tie dye guy. No. 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 You're oh. not. Okay. Uh, Bobby's mad. He says, "Quit supporting Texas A&M's NIL." Uh, I will not. Okay. I don't care how much money I filter into Texas A&M through Bucky's. I will not quit going to Bucky's. Okay. I love Bucky's. I go to Love's as well. I'm just saying. There's not a Bucky's here, so when I go through there, I stop that. Bucky's every time. Sliced brisket sandwich for dinner last night with the homemade potato chips. That's what we went to. Uh, still some people arguing over the uh, Bosworth thing. That's fine. Um, well, I'm just saying. Why don't I win then? Mike is a terrible judge. And obviously, very old and does not remember things. <laughs> well, you're... Slightly old and don't remember anything. I remember so nothing. And yeah. I admit it. I admit it. Uh, Trey Young's on this list. T- Trey was a uh, massive recruit. I didn't know how well that would play with Steely is one we- reason I didn't go with it. Yeah. Uh, you can go a lot of recent guys, Jackson Arnold and Peyton Bowen. Yep. and um, He mentioned Stone. Mitch Meyer and you know, David Bowen Stone uh, yeah. coming up here. Yep. Um, this, this week, isn't the 21st? Is that when? Or no, that's, that's, um, a, that's uh, Tatum. Tatum, yeah. Um, like there were some names I had down on my list, but I just didn't know the hype around them. Like Ricky Dixon, just didn't know if there was hype around him. Um, some of these people are saying that Mildred was on par with Sims as a recruit. No one compared to do pre hype. That's what I want to know too. So, I mean, obviously, I was very young when the Marcus Dupree yeah. recruiting would have been going down. I wouldn't have been paying attention at all at the age that I was. But what was the hype? You see what I'm saying? Like, today's world, there's hype around these dudes, and you get it from all directions. Mm -hmm. You get information on any and every recruit in the country. You can find something on these kids. Twitter explodes. That's what I'm saying. Like, where was the hype when Marcus Dupree? You see what I'm saying with that? Just newspaper articles? Magazine articles? Like, it's not the same hype is what I'm saying. Radio, local television, right. I mean. Local that's, local that's, newscast or that's something. That's basically what it comes down to. So. I mean, it's... So realistically, that's what I'm saying. The day of the internet, we could have gone every player from that time forward. Right. Because they all probably have more hype than any of those dudes did, even if they had massive amounts of hype. Right. So, it's kind of interesting. The way it's all changed. Um, let's see. We have a couple more. Uh, one saying uh, James Allen out of uh, Winniewood. That was actually one I thought of. Uh, most people remember James Allen for not really. Yeah, I didn't even think of that OU. name, but now that it's brought up, yeah. Um, but I mean, he was incredibly highly recruited in the early mid '90s. So uh, it says number one running back in the country in '93. There was a lot of buzz when he reached campus. Played for three different head coaches during a tough era. Played six years in the NFL. Thousand-yard rusher with Chicago in 2000. Yeah, I think he did uh, time with the Chiefs as well. Um, Yeah, just did not ever work out for James Allen. A lot of that has to do with the coaches I'm I'm sure at OU. Uh, Chijoke Onyanagetcha person says, I'm sure I butchered the spelling, but he was hyped a lot. Yeah, big-time junior college transfer Chijoke Onyanagetcha. Um, was thought to be the 
solution for losing Derek Strait after the 03 season going into 04. And uh, OE fans quickly found out, oh, yeah, that is not the solution at uh, that cornerback. Can we draft most uncomfortable situations I've ever been in at this radio station? Okay. Uh, I'm taking Derek Strait number one. Oh. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. His draft day. <sighs> yeah. I've brought it up many times. I've talked about it over the mm-hmm. years. But that was just brutal. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I felt so bad for him and his family, and I felt worse for us as we kept talking on the air trying to fill time. And it's like this this hour to hour and a half remote suddenly became like, we're going to break away after three hours, and we'll come back at some point here live from Champions Bar and Grill. So I'm taking that number number one. Well, uh, and he wandered off for a period of time. Right? Actually, actually, that might be number two. Actually, number one, I'm taking when a particular person gave his notice <laughs> around here. It was not even a paid employee. That was a highly uncomfortable situation. Not well, not with me. Uh, just happened to be in the building at the uh, time. There so. was a time where you uh, accidentally sent the wrong text. Uh, that was uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. We're we're speaking in code now for everybody out there listening. Oh uh, no, that was a Rusty Olson thing. I was yeah. supposed to be uh, texting uh, the boss, and I text Rusty Olson about Rusty Olson, and there was just dead silence on the air suddenly. And <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> then, need to hit a break. Then Rusty goes, "We're taking a break," and uh, my phone started immediately ringing. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's uh, uh, no, good draft today, Drake. I was closer than I thought to winning, and, yeah. and you edged me out. You edged yeah. me out. It's so all right. good, it's all right. good stuff. So we did have a recommendation off the air for best movie cameos. I kind of asked you about should we try to give it more of a sports spin with – I, I thought of this. So okay. let's do this. I don't know that we can come up with ten solid sports cameos in movies. Mm-hmm. There probably are if we went and really started looking at a list. But what if we just draft cam- uh, best cameos in movies – but one of them has to be an athlete in a movie. Okay. So we at least have one athlete. We can even do two if you like, and then three regular. And you can do more than two, but you at least have to have two. You want to do one or two? Let's let's say two. Let's two will make two. it more difficult, so we'll go two. All right. So I'm, I'm penciling you, you in. I'm going to destroy you on this. I'm penciling you in for OJ Simpson. You're darn right. Yeah, yeah, and OJ are tight. <laughs> but by the way. Uh, I always go after OJ on Twitter. You know this. Uh, I don't know if I I angered a lady the other yeah. day, but she just put mute. Uh. And I don't know if she was thinking she was muting me or if she wanted me to mute OJ. I don't know what that right. meant. It was just commented on my thread. Huh. Mute. Huh. So I wonder if she thinks that typing that mutes that person. I gosh, I hope so. I hope those people exist. So unfollow. You're, you're listening, and I upset you. I'm sorry, uh, but I will not quit going after OJ on Twitter. It's yeah, one of my I mean, great pleasures in you, life. Sometimes you just got to take a stab at these kind of That's things, right. right? That's right. That's right. I thought mine was great the other day when he's talking about uh, the whole men competing in women's sports, vice versa thing, and yeah. how it's just not fair, and I and it's an unfair advantage. And I said, you know what an unfair advantage is. Knives. So I thought that was wow. that was pretty Norm Macdonald issue. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> you didn't. You took a gun to a knife fight right there. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Chris Plank joins us next. Drake is the victor on the daily draft. 
Brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. Tomorrow, greatest movie cameos. Two have to be sports figures in a, a cameo role. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. It is time for the crossover. Hey, let's, <laughs> let's double that up. I'm Welcome sorry. Back. I was distracting Drake during the segment. That's all right. My bad. It is the crossover. Minus Toby Rowland. Still recovering from Morgan Wallen. <laughs> I told Drake this morning, I don't ever want to hear about gargoyles and circle drives again. Oh. That man has sent a daughter to Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift and Morgan Wallen this year, the two yeah. most expensive concerts maybe in the history of concerts. Yeah, and she's gone to both of them. So, so. is he? So is he good? Is he okay? Because like he had to remember the viral post about losing his voice and having to cancel some shows. Oh yeah, no, uh, he. I think he cut out like a week out of his tour and then ah, okay. uh, got over it. And I kind of fine. So. Okay, uh, shameless admission here. Kind of a fan. Kind, now I keep wanting to call him Morgan Waller, right? But uh, and he's not. Really oh, I like Darren Morgan Wallen. I like. Morgan I think Wallen, he's so. good. Um, I tried getting concert tickets. I couldn't oh touch him for the price. Gosh, it's that's why so, I said I don't want okay. to hear anything about it anymore. Sorry, so. I didn't mean to take us off the course, but you're right. Never again shall you hear <laughs> any grief from T Row on that. Uh, and Bobby and BA. I, I'm sure if you say that to him, it'll work out exactly how you want. Oh, it. I know. He'll never bring up oh, any of your things. Uh, Bobby and BA. Uh, I was actually going to get into that today, so listen tomorrow. Drake and I will get into the. Uh, Shohei and Ranger and different rumor talk. Are you so. are you hearing? Are you think not to implode tomorrow's no. show? But you think he's going to get dealt by the first? The first is the deadline, right? Am I remembering it's, that right? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, the thirty first. It's sounding like it's sounding like the Angels are leaning that way. They're I mean, leaning that way. They've, and they've lost what ten out of their last eleven. Now dude, you've got night, Trout out, out for brutal yeah. loss for them. Yeah, lost uh, Trout for the next six to eight weeks. So, so it, mean, it's crazy to think, like you build around someone like that, but yeah. that's the world in sports that we're in now. That's what's weird about the whole situation. So. I don't think. I don't think I could be the GM that pulled the trigger on trading a generational talent. I no. just don't think I could. I mean, if I did, I would want him to come out and say, I have told the front office I was Do not the Mookie resigning bets. no matter yeah. what. Right. So. Even though Mookie didn't come out and say it, enough Red Sox fans have said it that they believe it, that he wasn't going to resign with Boston. Right. They got decent haul from the Dodgers. Worked out for the Dodgers. They won a World Series. But, I mean, this would be... Gosh, I was talking about this last night with noted baseball historian Arnie Spanier. Um, <laughs> would, would you say that this would be one of the – Juan Soto last year was huge. Yep. But I think this is even on a different level than Soto. Yeah, the thing on Soto that was such a big deal is he's only – still at this point. Like 20, 24. Four, yeah. Yeah. He's only 24 years old and multi-time all-star, all that stuff. Okay. So, I mean, but with – he doesn't pitch, too. That's right. <laughs> so that's the other part of so it. So I, I was thinking this is one of the biggest assets available that we've ever seen in the trade deadline and could be one of the biggest moves we've ever seen. 
It's w- definitely unprecedented. Which means your Dodgers will end up with him because they end up with everybody. Or- Bro, the price tag when you're unknown if he's going to resign is going to be so high. I mean, that's that's your entire – and I know, I get it. Prospects are prospects. But yeah, I didn't mean to implode no, Bobby no, B.A. I just – I've been fascinated. It's it's truly – you're in the middle of the – I I watched Sunday Night Baseball last night. I feel like I should get a badge. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild. They go down to Buster only, and it, it, Phil Nevis doing the in-game interview, which is awkward as hell anyway – and he's asking him about Otani and a trade. I mean, if looks could kill, Buster only would not be with us anymore with what Phil Nevin. And he's asking him about Otani and potentially being dealt. And you're like, wow, that's – it was the whole – let's go down to the dugout with Buster only. Guys, I saw Shohei Otani smile. Maybe he's not getting traded. Back to you. Like, literally, it was the whole storyline around the game that's last funny. night. So, it's, it's the biggest it's, story in baseball going to sports right it's now. It's crazy to think a guy with that much talent – is going to be available. Right. Now, it's going to cost someone a lot. Mm-hmm. And the Angels have said, we're going to discuss it, but you're going to give us multiple well, high-end prospects. And so. he's having his best season yeah. right before he's going to be dealt to. What, what do you guys need right now? What do you think the Rangers need? Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. Uh, we need one more starting pitcher and bullpen help. And I wonder if Unfortunately, we had that pitcher, and it was Jacob DeGrom, but he's no longer available. So um, they did a great job building this team, and you know they've got very few needs. So as long as guys stay healthy, yeah. then you totally change the conversation at that point. So. I like the way Drake lights up when we talk baseball. I mean, it's just it's smile on the face. Even though his team's his just team's terrible. not really good, but they're oh, gonna yeah, get, they suck. They're terrible. gonna get a haul for Bellinger. It's That's right. It's gonna be fine. Are you guys training Bellinger? That's Probably a, he was on a one year deal. So ah, yeah. I, and uh, Strowman, somebody that possibly is going to get dealt as well. well there's your guy. Yeah, Mark. He does. Rangers, he doesn't uh, want to deal with the Cubs. The, the Rangers and Cubs have done many deals in the past. It's always worked out for Chicago, never for the Rangers. <laughs> so Marcus Strowman would come in and then end up with uh, Degrom and need Tommy John be, surgery and be, be done. Be, be another Matt Garza, Ryan Bender right. for you. Gosh. Uh, that's Chris Plank. He's coming up next. We appreciate everything today except for Mike Steely, who was a terrible judge on the Daily Draft. (laughs) Talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.